0: Welcome to Thriving the Future Podcast, where we're finding positive solutions to thrive in the tough times ahead. Episode 10, There Are No Solutions, Only Trade-Offs. Welcome back to the Thriving the Future Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about trade-offs, opportunity cost, and uh, solutions.
1: There are no solutions,
0: only trade-offs, Thomas Sowell. That's an awesome quote, I like that. So what does so what do trade-offs mean and and uh, and what are we talking about when we talk about trade-offs? People we'll want to, everything they want it they want it now and they want it they want all the possible
1: okay. options they want it now they want it high quality and they don't want any mistakes in it
0: mm-hmm. and well, also one of the things is folks think that the rules don't apply to them so they don't think that they got to make choices between this or this
1: right right. And Sol was talking about politics with that quote, right? Oh. But it still applies. It hmm. applies to economics. Politics is human relations, right? Sure. So I have a solution in my head. Sure. Now I have to go cooperate with another person? I don't get my ideal anymore, do I? Mm-hmm. Everything became a trade-off. Right. And it is, how do we both win and both get something out of it and get closer to our ideal than we are now, right? right? That becomes a solution. It becomes practical at that point, which is what thriving in the future is about, right? Mm-hmm. It's about finding those points and doing those. And we have to admit, we are not going to get the perfect anarchist utopia that we have in our head. <laughs> we are ca- not We're not <laughs> ca- going to get the perfect libertarian system. Right. We could probably get the the perfect totalitarian system. <laughs> we, we've seen yes. that, that one. You can get that one. Yeah. People we, usually don't want that one. Yeah. The guys so, at the top so, want it, some and they get want it. it. <laughs> right. That's not the one I want. right? <laughs> yeah. So everything's a trade-off to not end up there. Sure. Well, and then also you have a limited
0: amount of money, and you have a little bit of mo- limited amount of time and resources, right? Right. So you have to trade off those. That's where opportunity cost comes in, right? So I have this much time. I can either do this or I can do that.
1: Right. I only have so much time and so much energy, and I
0: can't run the world. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. And one of the things that you've been
1: working on is... Uh, not volunteering? Not volunteering for stuff. I succeeded once this week. That's good. That's great. I... I... I, I step back from volunteering for you to find broken shovels and to put handles on them so that you would have a handle like you want or a shovel like you need, right? <laughs> yeah. I it was so close to saying I'll just do not I, I don't have time for that. It was beautiful. It was good. Yeah. That's really good. But um yeah, kind of back on the topic. Uh the problem with solutions is they very often and very easily become the enemy of the good. Looking for that perfect. Mm-hmm. Becomes the enemy of the good, right? And so we got to look at the trade-offs, and nobody wants a trade-off, right? Because they're holding out for that ideal. So I think there's a skill to learning trade-offs, just like there's a skill to thriving.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then the Pareto principle comes in there, which mm. I hear people mangling that the 80% is the good and the, the, or, the, or all the works in the 20%, and then that's usually not how it works. There's...
1: The Pareto principle is very confusing mm-hmm. because he used this word called percent. Mm-hmm. And people can't relate to percents because they weren't taught fractions. True. They're both the same thing. Right. A part of your effort will cause most of your profit in it. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how that distributes. Right. But, it, 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 yeah,
0: I don't know. And then you have diminishing returns as, as you go on. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: The, 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 but you still have to put in the energy. True. That's the part that they all miss, right? Mm-hmm. Even if I'm only getting 20% of, or 80% of my profits from 100% of my work, I am never going to be able to get 80% of my profits from 100% of my work. I have to put in all that work. To even get that measly little extra 20%, right? Sure. And even if 80% of my work only does that 20%, that's what I have to do. I can't just, they're missing, they try and make it an idea where, well, I'll just do these one set of things and I will have even more. (laughs) Yeah. But at some point you still have to do all the things, even though it isn't creating a return. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's a trade-off. You're not taking that perfect thing. Good, you're, you're trying to hack the system. It's like a free lunch, there is no free lunch, and you're trying to hack the system and get get rich quick, mm-hmm. get a free lunch, all that. That's what you're trying to do when you're doing some of the way people use that principle. Sure, well, and, then and, and I... what that principle really tells you is I have to do all this work, uh-huh. this is going to provide a majority of my return. Stop fretting doing the work that isn't providing the return. And that's I have to do it. It's not going to get the return that I'd like, but stop trying to perfect it and make it better because you're actually wasting some energy in that. Right. And that goes back
0: to the definition of success, right? So what's your definition of success? It doesn't need to be perfect, but, you know, I want to... I want to grow my own food. I want to do this, whatever, right? You don't have to grow all of your own food. You're better if you don't. Yeah, you're better if you don't. You can make friends. Yeah, exactly.
1: The squash bugs will will frustrate your plans anyway. You cannot provide all your food. And then when you sell your pig, like, um, I forget the Twitter person's name. Um, She sold, they sold the pig. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. And the guy brought back tamales, some of the best tamales you'd ever had, right? hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: If you're making all your own food, some guy brings you tamales, and you're like, well, um, I don't need tamales.
0: Right. Oh, if you don't like tamales and... Then...
1: If you don't like tamales, you can still give them to somebody, right? Sure. They, they're, 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 there's always a thing you can do with them. But if you're providing all of your own food... Right. Then you don't have any room for tamales. Uh-huh. Cause how many King... people, yeah, so the background and... on this is that one of
0: the people we follow on Twitter, um, like Perpin said, grew their own pasture raised hog, they hmm. s- sold it whatever, gave it whatever to the guy down the street, and he butchered it, and then he uh he brought them back to Molly's. They weren't expecting them. right, and the thing that I really like is that she had the whole idea with the eight forms of capital, right. Your gold is not our gold. Your gold is not our gold. Yeah. So to her, it wasn't money. Right. And how many people do you know that in that situation, if they didn't like tamales or they couldn't eat corn, right, because tamales have a lot of corn in them, would say, oh, I don't want it, right? And they don't think about that they can trade or they could bless or whatever, somebody else with it.
1: I can go help the homeless dude down the road. Mm Mm-hmm. I can freeze them, right. I can call up somebody I know that loves tamales, mm-hmm. right. I mean, there, there there are all kinds of things that can be done with those, right. Sure. And it does, I don't have to keep everything that comes into me to myself. It's it's yeah. and that's not key. being in that greedy state of mind. Yeah. That whole your gold is scarcity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's right. She's right on that. That that was gold to her. Mm-hmm. That was better than gold to her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was my that was my quote of the week. Yep. And your gold is not my gold. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I like it too. Real wealth. Yep.
1: Twitter was good for something this week. <laughs> Twitter's good <laughs> surprise, for a lot of surprise. things. Surprise! <laughs> uh, surprise! If Twitter's not good at least once in your week, you're using it wrong. Correct. It's using you. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to tell. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to look at it. Um, so, trade-offs. Eventually, you hit one Mm -hmm. that hurts. Like, I like ordering things from Amazon, but sometimes you, like, lose your job, right? And you're sitting there, and you're going over all the expenses on the credit card, like we talked about, right? Or all the expenses coming in. You go, well, I probably have that $100 to pay for the Amazon Prime, but maybe I would be better using that $100 somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or that $100 starts to conflict with, is it going to be Prime? Is it going to be Netflix? Right. Is it going to be um, Spotify? Is it going to be the YouTube one? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the Google, pay, play, 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 Google Play family package so that the kids can still get some of their games or their bonuses in the game? And you start picking those and you go, I want all of those. Mm-hmm. Some of those I need. Then you got Disney, right they they want a subscription thing so that the little kids can watch their shows and you have to pick one mm-hmm. we have to have a trade-off here and you have to pick one and the longer you delay because that's the easy one right sure i'll push the I'll push the decision down the road mm-hmm. it actually makes it harder but see that's the whole thing I mean, that's a trade off right yeah we were I'm gonna about... give, I'm go- I'm, that, that's the other thing It happens when you face one of those hard trade-offs, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. for that person that's a hard decision right. They know what they should do. Sure. Everything in them is saying, don't do it. So I've got to cut off Netflix. So I'm going to go binge Netflix real quick. Right. I'm going to run out the rest of the bill. I'm mm-hmm. not going to cancel it yet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to get a little bit more out of it. I'm going to get as much of it, out of it as I can, right? And that puts you in that scarcity mindset. Yeah. And destroys you. And how did and, they and the, and the trade-off will hurt more. Sure. Because you're not looking at it right. That's because true. Because what makes the trade-offs easier is having a clear intention for your life. Yeah. Or a tr- clear direction of where you are going. And that, that's why we were talking, doing those exercises, right? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, in, in your uh, eight forms of capital, right? You got material stuff, right? And you're looking at that Disney Channel. How many coloring books are sitting in the corner? Ooh, nice. With crowns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe we cancel the Disney subscription because it's ongoing. We go buy the kids four or five favorite Disney movies at Walmart in the bargain bin. And that might be a strategy, right? We cut Mm -hmm. off Disney now. Mm -hmm. And if we can add it back in the future, we do. Or maybe we add it for a month at a time. Sure. Right. Those are all options, but they're not ones you're seeing. Because you're postponing that trade-off. You're, you're avoiding oh, the right, decision. Right. It becomes easier if you face the decision mm-hmm. and you make it because trade-offs are a decision. Right. So it's, it's a, we probably need a podcast on decision-making because that, yeah, that's, that's a good. skill.
0: Yeah, we have that in the list, actually.
1: That doesn't surprise me. Like, <laughs> I haven't read the list in a little bit, so yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, so if we look at it, why, why, do we, why are these trade-offs hard? why do we not want to make these decisional trade-offs
0: one reason is because we've been taught that we can have it all we deserve it we deserve it yeah you deserve this fifty thousand dollar cool who's gonna give it to me yeah who do i deserve it from (laughs) you deserve that house that you know
1: (laughs) what did i do what did i do to deserve it by be american I'm not a very good one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Just honest, I'm not. Um, That's yeah, funny. Oh, well. It's truth, though, right? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. I uh, anyway, I think one of the reasons we don't make those decisions is fear. What mm-hmm. What is the neighbor going to think if they find out I'm not watching this show? Can I continue to fit in? Yeah. I'm not going to fit in, right? Because I'm not going to be, oh, I'm not going to be watching all of Netflix, or I'm not going to be watching all the ones available only on Amazon, or sure. am I, I'm going to miss somewhere. Yeah. And I'm going to have loss, and then I'm not going to have that conversation at the water cooler, or mm-hmm. over coffee, or right. out shopping, or yeah, whatever that activity I'm, is. I've run
0: into that a couple times already, where where um, somebody says, hey, you watching this on Netflix? No, I canceled Netflix. Why did you cancel Netflix? Well, it's because I, I don't I don't have time for it. And like you were saying, you see memes on uh, social media, and you're and since you don't generally follow the you know mass media and the news,
1: you're like, I don't know what this me- meme means. That's right. And and, and can testify that I sometimes ask, go, what, who are these people? Right. Of course. About half the time I ask people questions like that, they're going, it's good you don't know. Yeah, that's and great. I'm not going to tell you because it's good you don't know. I'm glad you don't know. And I'm like, but now I have this burning question in my head. What are you going to do? Make me use Google Lens to analyze your meme to go figure out who these people are? Right. Which I do do. <laughs>
0: yeah, in some cases, you're blessed because you're not stuck in that whole, that whole but, meme but, uh, but, of the but, moment thing.
1: But it is easy for me to be there because of the intention I have for my life, and that's the key. Right? Mm-hmm. And it didn't start out easy, right? And some of them have been really, really hard because you get into a conflict, right? Sure. Where um, because I needed to be on the AIP diet, right? Mm-hmm. I have a very restricted set of foods that I can eat. There are two ways to solve that: cook for yourself. Find somebody that can cook for you, mm-hmm. or you buy the prepackaged meals that are AIP compliant, and they cost dollars. I mean, real yeah. dollars. And they, it's somehow
0: not how they always compromise something.
1: There are some companies specifically built not to compromise, right? right? And they cost even more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a reason. Sure. And I understand the reason, right? Right. And you're looking at, well... I can sacrifice time by cooking my own meals all the time because I can't trust other people to cook for me because they can't remember the list. They don't right. see it as important. And I also then lose track of what went into my body and then mm-hmm. I'm having a reaction and I don't know why. Sure. Or- this, this happened to me when I went, was start, started trying paleo, right? I went to, I was uh, one of the breakfast chains, right? And I had scrambled eggs, right? Scrambled eggs should be fine. Mm-hmm. I had a huge reaction. I spent the rest of the week researching online, trying to figure out what could have been. I finally found a forum where people were talking about how to make the scrambled eggs from this restaurant. They put pancake batter in it to keep the eggs fluffy. Really? Yes. Wow. I'm having this huge reaction, right? And I'm Mm -hmm. like. Yeah.
0: But you've said you've said you've had reactions to um, eggs from the store
1: right Certain, yeah. versus
0: your your eggs that you grow at home just even the
1: that quality of feed right matters right I, I understand that the, right yeah. but yeah but i mean that that's complete sure. so, <laughs> the trade-offs, so the trade offs
0: so the trade offs you're even facing even more so is and we've seen this is hey we're going to go to this meetup right right and then it's like you're the ad man out because you can't eat anything at that
1: restaurant Right? And that doesn't actually bother me. Yeah, I know. The, you, the hard part with that is that. convincing everybody else that I don't care. <laughs> That's, yeah. Right? right you want I, me to get you anything? No. no. Leave me alone. <laughs> Are you sure? We should find a restaurant you can go to. Mm-hmm. Or all this pressure, right? Right, right. And I understand it because they want me to feel a part and they want to, me to be in the group, right? Sure. But it adds stress. Mm-hmm. But the real trade-off here is, if I wasn't cooking for myself, I'd have more time to write. Mm-hmm. I'd have more time to do notes for the podcast. I'd have t- more time to do technology stuff, right? Because it takes time to cook yourself two meals a day. Yeah, it does. Especially when you're doing something like AIP, which is all around in nutrients mm-hmm. and the fresh foods and that. Yeah, and I've done that before
0: too. And then you have to you you have the trade off where you can't go to somebody's house because you think that they understand, but then they use some oil that, right. you know, is a seed oil that you're you're reactive to, right?
1: Right, and yeah, it's it's hard. So I can spend the dollars and avoid cooking. Mm-hmm. If I spend the dollars and don't avoid cooking, then I don't have the money to buy the chickens, I don't have the money to buy the trees, I don't have the money to buy the fencing I need, I don't, mm. right? Th- this is a three-way trade-off that gets Really, really hard, right? Hmm. Interesting. But it becomes simple when I face the decision, right? Mm-hmm. If I just go ahead and eat whatever's given me, I get sick and I go back to that sleeping 14 hours a day, I go back to the brain fog and I'm not active. Right, yeah. That does not meet my life's intention. Mm-hmm. I could spend the dollars. To spend the dollars, I need a better job. To spend the dollars, I also have to not want the farm mm-hmm. or the homestead or right, the sure. right and i don't so where do i cut back i cut back in the time i spend the time cooking
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's actually become an easy decision right because right. i feel better i do better but that is not an easy one to make and you try making that one in the middle of all that brain fog right you try making that one when yeah i've been there i know right yeah I have have reactions to some of those foods, too. For other um, people, it's the Netflix versus Disney versus Amazon, mm -hmm. right? It it ties in with the way people interrelate socially, right? Yeah, it's even worse. You buy people gifts or you buy them dinner or you do, right? Those things start to go, but I lost my job and I can't do those things. Well, you can do those things. You just do them in other ways. Right. And that goes back to the But we are trained to think consumerist dollar, 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 which is why we're looking at these eight forms of capital, because the question has to become not, what am I cutting to survive, but how am I going to make this work? And thrive. And how am I going to get back to thriving, right? Or, you know, even thrive in my situation, right? Right. So... Those are all questions that are good to ask, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, so if you lost your job, how do you still, how do you still thrive? I think that once you've lost your job, you have a great, great opportunity. Mm-hmm. This gets back to opportunity costs, right? When you have your job, you don't have a time. You can be in a situation where you don't have time to look and see what you want your life to be. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got a gap to do it. So maybe you cut back all the expenses right now. Right. You just cancel all the bills that are going out. Right. And instead of sitting in front of Netflix, which is very tempting because you're in that place where something has died because it's ended and you start into grief. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a great time to look inward. It's a great time to say, OK, what do I want in my life? Sure. And how do I make that happen? How do I get there? Mm hmm. And once you know that, then you can start choosing these tradeoffs. Right. Right. And, and for some people, that's, I'm going to start a side hustle that I'm going to try and make into, I think some people that's, I'm going to go get a job that leaves me time and energy to do a side hustle, right? I don't want to be the greeter at Walmart, but it leaves me plenty of time to do other stuff. And between people coming into the store, I can search or do something on my phone that furthers a side hustle, right? Mm-hmm. I can be listening to a podcast, right? Right. And things like that, right? The, or I can get in the shopping carts out of the lot, Right. Those things leave me energy and time to do the side hustle. So maybe that's what you do because a side hustle is going to lead to the entrepreneurial venture that you want, right? Mm-hmm. Other people, they may go do one of those jobs while they're looking for somebody that's moving from a side hustle to an entrepreneurial thing that needs an employee because they know they're not an employee. They're They're not a they don't want to do the sales part or they don't want to do that or they or they want to do the sales part but they don't want, they don't have the skills to do the farming so they want to team up with somebody so while they're looking for that person but it all becomes intentions if I'm going to be the salesperson for those farmers that don't have the salesperson then I need to start making that network happen right I need to be sure. talking to the restaurants I need to be talking to the stores I need to be talking to the farmers' markets and I need to be talking to the farmers to be that person that's solving the pain point for all of them
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And the trade-offs start becoming clear. Right. I need a job that gets me some income now so that I don't fall too far behind. And I cut the Netflix and I cut the Amazon and I cut that, right? And I get off of all these expenses Mm -hmm. and I'm focusing the money and time I do have to get me to this place where I can add those back in.
0: Right. And one of the even better keys is to see that coming
1: and to prepare for it to some extent instead of being in denial, get over the hump. Right. Well, that, that is a part of maintaining your thriving. Mm-hmm. Once you get, once you're at thriving, right. Then you need to be redoing a self evaluation over and over and over. In a periodic, right. So periodically.
0: Yeah. So, you know, so that you keep on that goal, right. I mean, right. Th- this is your company announces that, that you're getting, they're getting bought. Right. Well, oh, I, I think but don't beforehand. worry. But don't worry. everybody's still got a job. You know. The first thing you should be doing is having that. I, instead of panicking, having that.
1: Revisit your notes. Revisit well, see, your self-evaluation. Right. Right. And that—that's facing or postponing the trade-off. Mm-hmm. Right. It's an easy excuse. Yeah. I think you need to be in a habit of doing this all the time. So I do this quarterly mm-hmm. and yearly. Yeah, that's good. Right constantly okay what was my goal for this quarter what was my mm-hmm. main priority right did i hit that did i miss it why did i and why didn't i right
0: mm-hmm.
1: what did i learn going for that oh that's the wrong goal so we're going to sure. shift it over here we're going to move it and you're constantly doing that so that that's thriving right. when, when you have the time to do that you're definitely at thriving mm-hmm. and it takes discipline and skill a lot of discipline because you've got to make yourself do it right really yeah and you got to set reminders, and you got to become that person. Mm-hmm. But that keeps you at thriving all the time, right? I, and I learned this from business people, right? They will say they have a quarterly meeting where they go look at where the company is going, how is it going, what did we do right, what did we do wrong, did we hit our goals, did we miss our goals. Sure. Wait, like, they're a successful company. Their job is to make money and keep their employees and grow, right? That's their stated goals. And they are meeting that by having this quarterly evaluation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And they spend they have a lot of people doing it, right? And it's very important to them. Mm-hmm. Then, if I want to be successful in life, period, whatever my intentions are, then maybe I need to do that because it, it goes back to if you don't plan, then you plan to fail. Right, and that goes back to your
0: what's your definition of success? So you're halfway through the season. Right? Whether you're, whether you're growing in the garden, whether you're doing something with your side hustle. Right. And then is it going the way you thought? Is there more rain than usual and, and stuff ain't working? Do you well, need to and we talked about side hustles shift? have
1: short cycles, right? Sure. And that's, yeah, that's a good key. Right. Yeah. Where am I at in the cycle?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Am I getting ready to fall off? Mm-hmm. Did I set success as my finish line when it should have been my marker, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm getting ready to fail because I've made that the finish line and I need to readjust my thinking, right? Yeah. Or actually, I'm going to blow past this mile marker. I better set another one so that I keep going and just don't go, yay, the whole time, right? When I could have doubled or tripled or been at this m- marker that was correct, years down correct, the road, right? correct. Or it's time to shift and pivot to another side hustle or it's time to take this entrepreneur. If you're not doing those, but if you're doing those for yourself personally in your life, they become easier to do.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: I've got whole notebooks where I try and work this stuff out. So it is not easy. Right. But it's doable. But yeah, but you have to quit
0: numbing, numbing. Numbing, you have, yes. Yeah. You have to quit you have numbing. To quit numbing it by watching TV
1: and finding other things to do. So Liking stuff on Facebook, passing around memes. Mm-hmm. Looking for memes to send so that you have that self-esteem hit rather than going... Okay, my real problem that I, re- I want to send meme- memes so that I get hearts, so that I get followers, so that I get likes because I know I'm not meeting my intentions. Right. I'm not living the life I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. We hear that all the time from people, right? Well, yeah. One, one of my challenges is I actually
0: stopped Twitter and I, right. and I nuked it, right? I nuked my accounts. And then when we started the podcast, you know, you have to engage to some extent on Twitter well Twitter's like like crack to me, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh wow. Oh, this you know, and, and everything else. And it's it's uh you have to time box it, you have to go in with a specific intention, time
1: box it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to use it with discipline. Yeah. So it's not using you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So so what are so 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 we've covered uh the limiting of options, right? It, it mm-hmm. boxes you in, makes you feel closed, so you postpone it. Sure. We've covered that it's scary mm-hmm. because I'm not going to be socially acceptable. I'm not going to be a part of things anymore. Right. I think another one is self-doubt. And okay. it goes right there with the deserve.
0: Yep. Hang on. That's a yeah. good point to go to the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Thrive in the Future podcast. Check us out on our website, thrivingthefuture.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at Thriving the Future. And come join our community chat on Telegram. It has a link in the website. This podcast was produced by Scott the Freedom Farmer, freedomfarmer.net.